0: that's record oh pardon me that's recording i'm belching all right what's up everybody hope everyone's having a great time out there in the big world that we call life life liberty and the pursuit of happiness pappiness yappiness uh Welcome along to Panic Attack with Big John. Find me on Getter and Twitter at the real Big John. All the articles and things I'm going to talk about are posted, so you can read the full article uh, on my Getter and Twitter at the real underscore Big John. Like, share, subscribe, leave a comment. Tell me I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins. I don't care All right, let's light the
1: cigar.
0: song. That is a band called First to Eleven. Sounds better than the original. I like her
1: voice.
0: So That was pretty cool. Just hit some headlines quick, real like this here. Uh Megan Trainer. Oh this is another girl I like her music. Seems like a nice person. Cutie, good voice. She's got an article out in, uh, what is it, romper.com? On romper.com, maybe that's how I should say it. About her, uh, new baby, which it's a little boy, but he has, uh, must have some vision troubles. He has these big glasses on and he's got to be less than a year old. But, uh, <clears throat> on romper.com says, uh, for Megan Trainor, there's no such thing as TMI, too much information. Pop star Megan Trainor ta- takes us into her home to talk about her family life, her new album, Taking It Back, and more. So that's pretty cool. I probably won't read that article, but uh, it's out there. It's on my Getter and Twitter feeds. And. Uh, you know, she got had kind of a gimmicky song, as I would call it, at first. That whole, it's all about the bass, the bass, blah, blah, blah. Uh,
1: the gentleman is recognized. Uh, the gentleman is recognized. Madam Chairman. Yes. Uh, the gentleman. Is-
0: Get that queued up for later. Uh, we kind of something neat, something different. Something else to talk about someday, maybe. But what are headlines were there? Hey, a Republican is doing his job in Washington. Washington Times reports, reports, p. Rortz All right, enough silliness. Uh, Senior House Republican seeks Treasury reports on quote millions end quote paid by Chinese companies to the Biden family. Uh, The rep is Jim Comer. Uh, Just, you know, this is interesting because now we got Republicans and Dems, R's and D's pissing back and forth in, in lawsuits and legal battles. And where will all of this go? Which is the way that's clear? Come January... There's almost no doubt Republicans will have an advantage in the House of Representatives. And I hope so, because there are some bills that I want to see, like Rep. Marjorie Taylor Greene's Child Protection Bill. Uh, But... Will we see the mess that the Democrats had, that they gave us, where they just had to get Trump out of office? They couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. They they had the advantage in the House to impeach him, but did not have the votes in the Senate to impeach, or convict, pardon me. So the point is, are Republicans going to go after the Biden crime family? And it's going to look like tit for tat. And really what Republicans got to do from now through January. But okay, from now to the election, they have to present a positive message. Okay, the Democrats are bad. They're doing a bad job. Joe Biden is a terrible person. He's a bad president. He cannot stink-thrate or think straight. You see this man on stage and hear him talk and see him wandering aimlessly about the stage and you think he's too drunk to stink straight. all right? Or maybe he'll beer another half or can can I drink you a bye, you know what I'm saying? He just mutters and slurs everything and then he just wanders around. I don't know which way did he go, which way did I go? you know what I'm saying but that's not impeachable what could be impeachable are the relationships he had with ukraine the relationships he had with china uh, using the office of the vice president to profit so can this stuff can he be impeached and convicted That's what's going to be hard. And do we really want Kamala Harris, (laughs) President Harris, for a year or two? Oh, Scary times, scary times. So, WSB TV. uh, I saw this on the kind of side, those news stories that pop up on the sidebar. I think it was on USA Today or Yahoo News.com, but uh, it's on my getter and Twitter. Uh, WSB TV, are you ready to die? Is the quote. A chilling video used against two women accused of beating a young mother to death. I, I, what the freak is wrong with people? Do they think that everything is. TikTok, and Twitch, and Instagram, where you can post anything, they see celebrities posting things, they see their friends posting stupidity, Uh, a guy just Instagrammed a, a shooting spree a few weeks ago, live streamed it. What in the hell are you thinking? Uh, They probably didn't know they were going to beat the girl to death. They thought they were just going to beat her up. I don't know. But, I mean, if you say, are you ready to die, I mean, I guess you are premeditating her murder. So they beat a young mother to death for sleeping with one of their boyfriends. The main person, the, the girl whose boyfriend cheated on her with this young mother that got beat to death was 17 and the other was 27. Now when I was 17 I had enough sense not to beat people to death but certainly a 27 year old should know better than to post or send a video threatening to murder somebody and then fucking go and do it. So uh, both these young women are looking at a, a lot of jail time. They're being held in prison for a long, long time. Uh, after well, they've been held over, I do believe, without bail, which is, is odd when we get to my next story, but uh, or coming up on my next story. Also, in Iowa, in the Iowa River, I, I assume it's in Iowa, conservation staff found po- a possible human lower jawbone in the Iowa River and it was too worn out, too worn over time to be new. So it wasn't from a murder, they assumed, I guess. They took it to the medical examiner and he determined it to be likely a middle-aged to older Native American man. So researchers at the University of Iowa... uh, archaeologists actually at the University of Iowa are checking this bone out. That's pretty, I mean, one of those things, I mean, if you came across a jawbone, and I saw the picture, it's, it's pretty, it's obviously a jawbone. And it's obviously human. That'd be a freak out especially all the crazy shit that goes on in the world today (laughs) you know i mean what wow you know you're like yeah damn i'm holding a a bone of somebody that's been murdered or what what is this uh if i had my dog with me well my 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 late dog my passed away dog she'd probably want to play with it you know but uh it's kind of neat that they can check the dna and the of the these bones and say well it was a person middle aged or older and they were native american in uh in race so let's broke broke back mountain take a breather come back talk about why is it okay to run over rep- uh Republican extremist groups with your car and what Rashida Taleb had to say to a group of bankers and what they had to say back to her. But here's a little something, something from my Congressman Rep. Bill Johnson about, uh, the abuse of the...
1: Uh, the gentleman is recognized for five minutes. Madam Chairman, uh, several colleagues have, uh, reiterated the quote from former Chief of Staff uh, Rahm Emanuel when he said, you never want to let a serious crisis go to waste. They didn't go on to say what else he said, though. He said, what I mean by that is that it's an opportunity to do things that you would not have been able to do before. So let's fast forward a little bit. Joe Biden, newly elected president, says, and I quote, just like we needed to be a unified nation to respond to COVID-19, we need a unified national response to climate change. Well, of course they do, because the majority needs a crisis upon which to build the foundation of the Green New Deal and the president's rush to green agenda. But this sort of rhetoric would come as a shock to Americans still reeling from the involuntary and compulsory COVID restrictions, lockdowns, and mandates that were forced upon them by local petty liberal tyrants who seemed gleeful about the emergency control that they could exercise. So is President Biden saying he wants to do the same thing for climate change? Now, to be clear, I'm not debating the validity of climate change, and Republicans are not climate deniers. I certainly am not. It's just that I believe we don't have to throw out the baby with the bathwater. We don't have to destroy the reliability and resilience of our national energy grid and make every American pay significantly more for groceries and gasolines, more for the electricity to power businesses and our homes in order to address it. The point is that Republican solutions differ vastly from what the Democrats are proposing. Today, fossil fuels still provide over 90% of the world's energy, and America's natural gas is the cleanest on the planet. Republicans want to unleash even more exports of that cleaner American liquefied natural gas, causing carbon emissions to plunge wherever we send it. We want to unleash the next generation of carbon-free nuclear power. We want to preserve and expand American hydropower and foster innovation and adaptation at the scale needed to blunt the impact of harmful global climate change. But what's the solution from this administration? Well, over the summer, it was reported that the president, under pressure from radical environmentalists, was considering a climate emergency declaration to sidestep Congress and unlock vast executive powers to curtail oil and gas production meddle with electricity generation, and fund green pet projects. And it turns out, and I've got the letter right here in my folder, signed by nine Democrat members of this committee that they agree. They signed this letter on July 20th, urging the president to declare a climate emergency by saying, quote, climate change is not only a...
0: Uh, the gentleman
1: is recognized for five minutes. This is the clean needed to build oil and gas production opportunity. The majority is not really highly hiding the ball. One, they need to avoid charging their electric car. Why? Because all right, that's
0: enough. Uh, because I said it's enough, and that's that. So there you have it. There's the Republican side of it. There's a common sense solution to green new energy to the climate crisis. We'll get over to what Rashida Tlaib had to say to bankers in regard to uh, loans and funding the fossil fuel business on the other side of this break. But before that, we're going to find out why is it okay to murder Republican extremist groups? Oh, again, you well, that's not going to work out. So we're not going to have intro and outro music this time, but we'll just go right into it. So, it's not, it's not up for debate. It is a cold, hard fact. There's a man in North Dakota that ran over a teenager because he thought the teen was a member of a right wing, or part, no, 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 no. They've jumped over that. Man, I'm just like, cover up my face. Uh, Evidently, it's okay. Let me just start here. It's okay to run over Republican extremist groups. There was a man He and a teenage boy, teenage kid, gentleman, I don't know. I don't know how old he was exactly. It's in the article. Find it on Getter and Twitter at TheRealUnderscoreBigJohn. This man, this homicidal maniac, runs over a kid who's standing with another group of people. It's not clear whether he ran over the whole group, he hit the whole group with his car... Or there was just one that got the worst of it. But the one who got the worst of it and was murdered was the one this guy was having a political debate about. The teenager was talking on his cell phone to his mother and the homicidal maniac thought for some reason that this teenager was calling more This is what the the article says. He thought the teenager was calling more members of a Republican extremist group to come after him. Those are almost the man's exact words. He thought the teen was calling other Republican extremists to come get him. In reality, the teen was calling his mother saying, do you know this crazy guy that's arguing with me? Do you know who this is? This guy's nuts. And the guy left the scene. He then returned to the scene, called 911, and then he drives away again. And then he wants, he, the, the killer, his biggest problem is, well, why, was, why am I being charged for leaving the scene when I came back and called 911? So this guy's clearly, you know, playing with a full deck. But do you remember Joe Biden's speech a few weeks ago? MAGA Republicans are the biggest threat to our democracy and to our freedom and a lot of things have been happening in this country that aren't normal uh, you mean like burning down Minnesota well Minneapolis and Kenosha over a meth head ODing on a speedball of fentanyl cocaine, heroin uh no doubt, uh, you know, Derek Chauvin and some people did, some, did the wrong thing that day. But you have January 6th, hundreds, maybe thousands of people, some of which Republicans, some of which MAGA were MAGA Republicans, rioted at the Capitol, and they got to be prosecuted. But the Democrats and Joe Biden are stirring a hatred of our fellow Americans. The likes of which has never been seen in this country. They want their minions to come and get you. They want to turn American against American. That... Excuse me here. That speech Joe Biden gave was the most unpatriotic, un-American thing I've ever heard. Get my rowdy, Roddy Piper lighter out here. It was a campaign speech but it was also a speech of hatred and divisiveness. You go back a few years to Maxine Waters saying, when you see these people at a restaurant or out in public or blah, 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 so get around them, make a, make a ring around them, get, get a gang around them and tell them, you're not welcome here. Not welcome where, Maxine? Representative Maxine Waters, where are we not welcome? Because it sounds like you want everybody in every neighborhood to gather around a Republican, say you're not welcome here. That means the entire country, evidently. Every place where there's a group of Democrats or every place where there's a Democrat or a liberal, uh, a left-wingist, a crazy person like this guy in North Dakota. Anywhere where you can gather four or five friends around one Republican and shout them down and attack them verbally not try to change their mind, not win the argument, then win the vote, like the book by Newt Gingrich that I've been reading says, but physically attack and verbally attack people until they leave. Wherever you see one of them. So that means everywhere you see a Republican in America, you gather a group of friends around them and say you're not welcome here in America? It seems like that's the way that the their their wackadoos are taking it. Then we have Rashida Talib. <laughs> remember when she said and we're, we're gonna impeach the MFR? Alright. That's a legal process of doing things. But that's also a process of saying, we're so angry at this Donald Trump and the millions of people that voted for him. He, the first time he ran for president, he got more votes than Obama did in Va- Obama's reelection, by the way. But when Rashida Tlaib says, and we're gonna impeach the mf For some reason, in my notes, I wrote, we're going to kill the MFR. But no, it said impeach. She said impeach. You think that doesn't inspire anger in some people? Like this crazy bastard in North Dakota that thinks that all these MAGA Republicans are coming to get me and they're going to kill me and they're all extremists. You have one day of violence versus... An entire summer of riots. And going back further than that. All agged on by the Democrats and the liberals. And the left wing extremists. Let's just throw that word extremist around like candy. But nonetheless. We have a teenage boy now. Who is on the phone to his mother. Hit by a car killed. The killer walks out of jail. That's why I say that it's okay now to kill Republicans. He walked out of jail on a $50,000 bail. That's nothing in a murder case. When the person has confessed, Unbelievable. They're basically saying you can run over a group of teenage Republicans for arguing with you, or you arguing with them, depending on who starts the argument. They're saying you can run over a group of Republicans and walk out on $50,000 bail. What happens is, by the way, this guy clearly did not have $50,000 Uh, he might make $50,000 if he's lucky, but your your bail bond is 10%. So he had to put down a $5,000 deposit to walk out of jail. This kid's dead. Teenager's dead. This guy, because he thought... The teen was part of a Republican extremist group. Gets to murder this kid, and walk out of jail for $5,000 down payment. Un- unreal. This is the this is the America that Joe Biden, Maxine Waters, and Rashida Tlaib want. Also, Rashida Tlaib, as Congressman Bill Johnson was talking about. He, she wants you to have higher energy costs a less re- efficient power grid and unreliable solar and wind power and she wants the bankers to tell her now, by the way, did, does anyone ever notice how ugly Rashida Tlaib is? I swear, if it wasn't for AOC's looks no one would give a shite about the squad. You got Ilhan Omar who's actually got a pretty face, but keeps everything covered, which is her right. But you got Edo it's hot. Then you got butt ugly Rashida Tlaib. And then you got the bald woman these people would be an even bigger joke if AOC wasn't there, to be, wasn't there to be pretty for the cameras. But here's Rashida Tlaib talking to the major bankers in the United States of America in regard to fossil fuels. And this is from Louder with Crowder this morning, by the way. It work? No new no fossil fuel production starting today. That's so that's like zero. Well, I would like to ask all of you and go down the list, because again, you all are agreed to doing this. Please answer with a simple yes or no. Does your bank have a policy against funding new oil and gas products?
1: Mr. Diamond?
0: Absolutely not, and that would be the road to hell for America.
1: Ms. Frazier, how about you? Mm. Uh, we will continue I love that. to yeah. invest in uh, and support clients who are investing in fossil fuels and in, uh, in helping them transition to cleaner energies. Straight to. And hey, Mr. Oh, <laughs> my We are helping our clients make a transition, and that means we're, about, we're lending to both oil and gas companies and to new energy companies, and helping monitor their course towards the state of you're talking guys a low nervous. Well. Yes, Mr. Charm. Uh, excuse me, uh, the same thing as Mr. Moynihan said. Here's yeah, I- I'm not going to ask you, Mr. Diamond, because you obviously don't care about working class people in frontline communities like ours. Oh, is that so, terrorist Dame
0: Edna? Look, let's just. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So, I'm glad Crowder pointed that out. But to take that statement by Rashida to leave apart, she does not want banks lending money to oil and gas and fossil fuel companies. The reason that they are demanding, and I've seen Democrats in the, the House and Senate do this before hearings, yes or no, just say yes or no. Well, some questions require more than a yes or a no answer. And those bankers thankfully gave better than yes or no answers, especially the chief of J.P. Morgan Chase. Or actually, it's just J.P. Morgan. Uh, he, he was dead on, though. That would be death to America. Because, as Bill Johnson was saying in his little speech before I messed up the audio, 90% of the world's energy comes from fossil fuels. Yeah, it's it's splendid and it's wonderful if the United States would be able to, you know, go to, uh, you know, running our electricity and our uh, lives on, you know, pixie dust and unicorn shit. But that just ain't how the world works, <laughs> you know. And so... You've got to do things a little bit at a time and as time passes, then yes, you can move on to the greener energies as they become reliable and stable and marketable and can, you can freaking pay for them. But the other the reason she wants a yes or no answer that gives them the ability to control the narrative. Oh, see, you now these these companies they said, "Nope, we're not going to do it." They all said no. And so they hate America, they hate the poor. Uh she brings up, you know, poor working people in frontline communities. Um hello, ding dong, hello. Who works at natural gas plants? Who works at power plants? Who works at coal-fired, uh, nuclear, hydroelectric, uh, uh, natural gas? I don't know if I already said that, but who works at these power plants? Hello? Working-class Americans work at those places. Uh, so when she said, Mr. So-and-so, I'm not going to ask you because... You don't care about working class frontline communities like ours. I'll tell us a frontline community. But she wants to control the narrative. The Democrats want these simple little answers, so you say no, and then they fill in the blank space for you. Oh see, no, they're just not gonna do it. And you could hear the nervousness in some of those other bankers' voices because they know When they tell her no, that that means she's gonna come after them. They're gonna send those thousands of IRS agents after them. The Democrats are going to attack their companies, their banks. All the bankers agreed that fossil fuels are vital to America. But Rashida Tlaib said, zero fossil fuels starting today. Wake up, people in the oil fields in Pennsylvania, Ohio. Rashida Tlaib is not just speaking for herself, and she's probably not even speaking for the people of her district. She's, however, speaking for all of the Democrat members of Congress that want to switch over to these these green new energy programs, the solar, the wind, the, and even, you know, the corporations they're in bed with, you know, they're all looking for themselves and this trumped up fake idea that we have to end natural gas and coal and fossil fuels and oil Those are all fossil fuels, but I'm going down the line. They're all saying we have to end this today, or we're going to be dead. I guess we only have eight years left, because it was at the beginning of AOC's first term in office. She said, if we don't do something that day... That she was interviewed by Anderson Cooper. If they didn't do, so, if we don't do something today, the world will end in twelve years. Well, she's now at the end of her second term, so I guess we only have eight years left. Damn, I better get to living it up. So, and another thing I, I noticed, by the way, she was on a Zoom call during this congressional hearing. All these. You know, multi-millionaire bankers took time off from their jobs, which are very important, which require vital decision-making on a minute-by-minute basis, probably. They, I mean, these were the presidents, the, the CEOs of the banks, the biggest banks in America. They stopped their day to come to Congress and testify, and a Congresswoman can't be there? Well, it's because it's an election year, and she has to be out campaigning and fundraising and getting, trying to trap these people into these uh, bullshit answers. Well, they answered it pretty well. But with these bullshit questions, so she can campaign against them and say see the evil republican bankers want you to die cuz they're giving loans to fossil fuel companies and they don't care about you people in the frontline communities whatever the hell a frontline community is great now here's another liberal word i have to freaking learn the message the the meaning of and i was just getting the i was just figuring out what zealianopel phobia was Turns out it's not fear of the xylophone. Xenophobia is uh, fear of people from other countries. don't fear anybody but God. But there she was on her Zoom call. Thinking she's just getting after them. She's getting after them MFers. Those evil bankers with all their big boo coo boo So, alright. Last segment... Uh, USA Today put out a propaganda piece. I thought it was going to be some, you know, important breaking news, but it was just a propaganda piece. Uh, let's enter the Sandman, and we'll come back. Talk about New York. How the New York fraud lawsuit adds a court-sized complication to possible Trump 2024 plans and what that means, really. Song came out my sophomore, junior year of high school. Probably, man, I might have been a freshman. Even who cares? Uh, that was Metallica's transformation from a speed metal band to a heavy metal band, and they became popular with everybody with that song. But it's got a good beat, and you can headbang to it. So I give it a fifty. So, USA, USA today. Heaven help us. The headline, the clickbait, the fake news. Not really too fake. It's kind of true, but it's more there to discourage you than it is to inform you. How might you say? Let's let's read this again and unpack this. New York fraud lawsuit adds court-sized complication to possible Trump 2024 plans. That's the headline. So in the article, it starts out with saying, if Trump runs for president again in 2024, he will do so while defending himself in a court of law. So it then goes on to mention all the reasons he will be in court. There are the most recent the business practices uh, which New York filed a lawsuit against him and his children. You ha- it says the effort to overturn the 2020 election which that is a lie. There are you know cases going on in different states Uh, most famously Georgia right now, but they were trying to investigate irregularities, and yes, they were trying to find out, was there enough, was there fraudulent activity that changed the outcome of the election, and could that outcome be changed to the correct outcome if there was enough fraud committed, and yeah, it was probably obvious from about 15 seconds into it, once the ballots are counted, and once the ballots are counted, there's no telling which ballot goes with which mail-in envelope. So the mail-in envelopes that had no signature, a signature that didn't match the signature on file, that had no return address, that had no identification, which in a normal year, those would be disqualified. Those ballots that were pushed through the machines, you don't know what envelope those belong to. So the votes are counted. You can't trace it back to the fraudulent envelope. So what vote do you disqualify? Long story short of it. Uh, There's also the ongoing investigation of the January 6th insurrection, they call it in the article. Uh, That's a lie on two fronts. One, Trump did not try to overthrow the government that day. Two, it was not an insurrection by any means. It was a riot. And also, you have this, uh, they didn't mention it in the article at this point, but at least to the point where I read, uh, they didn't mention the uh, FBI and the sensitive, supposed alleged confidential documents that left the White House with Trump. And I think anyone, no matter what, even if the FBI and the DOJ turn out to not be faking this whole thing, if Trump, if those boxes left the White House with Trump, we know they did, if they do contain Information that should not have left the White House. You're an idiot if you think Donald Trump packed those boxes up and carried them out himself. First of all, he saw all that information when he was president. He didn't need to carry it with him. So there's something in there that the DOJ and FBI don't want you to see. And we'll never know what that is. So, the whole point of these lawsuits and investigations are first of all to keep Trump from running. That's my opinion. The first thing, the whole point of all of this is to discourage Trump from running which isn't going to happen. He's going to run if he wants to. The second point is to discourage people from voting for him because now they have two years to hammer you with. Well, the president's in court. The president's got a lawsuit. There's this case and that case, and the whole time they're going to be seeding into your mind that the, that Trump may be going to jail if you, even if you elect him president. Now, so far, none of these cases have brought criminal charges which carry jail time the New York lawsuit could carry 250 million dollars in legal burdens for Trump and his family but all they gotta do is sell one property and that's 250 million dollars in their bank so that's nothing to them but they want to make you think that if you vote for him you're voting for somebody who might be going to jail so any Independent or moderate Republican uh, Is going to see that and say Well, he might be going to jail anyways So maybe maybe we just better not vote this year Or maybe we should vote for the other guy Uh, Trump's probably going to be in jail Whether it's a railroad job or not The third thing is to keep him on the sidelines Keep Trump from doing rallies Obviously for himself because they want him to be in court and they're going to try to tie him up in court as much as they can. So he can't go out and do these mega, mega rallies. Also, if he chooses not to run and chooses to support another candidate, and he will support others, obviously other Senate and congressional candidates, He doesn't want, they don't want him out there on the campaign trail with these other candidates. That's the third reason they're trying to keep him tied up in some, (coughs) pardon me, courtroom somewhere. To keep him from doing his famous rallies that bring people out and get people fired up to vote. (coughs) I gotta take another sip of water or guzzle. And then I'll wrap this whole thing up. So, this isn't going to work. When they raided Trump's house, his approval among Republicans went up. Every time they attack him, we see through their bullshit and we, he comes back stronger, the MAGA Republican Party, the base, the grassroots, those of us that the sniveling sneaks come to when they need to win an election, we get stronger, and we get more resolve, and we love this country too much. We love America too much let the democrat socialists keep wrecking this country like they have been so we've got to get out there this November call your friends call your neighbors if you don't have any friends make some friends get them out there in early voting if you can and all the way through election day keep nagging your friends to go pardon me and vote if we vote early, we might throw off their their steal. They won't know how many votes they need to overcome <coughs> our turnout on Election Day. <laughs> so if enough of us vote early, that's going to throw the Democrats' little algorithm they have to stealing votes and ballot dumping off. But we've seen too much of this Democrat Socialist Party and seen what they're going to do to America to let it continue. So Republicans are going to turn out and vote. We'll vote for Ron DeSantis. We'll vote for Donald Trump. At this point, I think we'd vote for Mickey Mouse over Joe Biden or whoever they throw out there in 2024. So... Vote as if the entire election depends on you alone, and vote like hell. And when I say that, I mean you do it peacefully, patriotically, and politely. You call your friends up, that's what vote like hell means. You get them to the polls with you on election day, and you say please, thank you, and have a good day to the poll workers. Alright? So, that's all folks. I've talked to you for 50 minutes. God bless you. Have a good day. Pray for one another. Love somebody today and be the reason somebody feels loved. What happened? It didn't go to my music video. I guess we're just going to have to end the show that way. God bless you. Have a good day.